Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Spurred on podcast, and it's Wednesday. So, despite the fact that it's boring international week, there's still room for some more Tottenham transfer rumors. Don't forget, if you're watching on YouTube, do give it subscribe and a bell button so you can get all your daily Spurred on podcast content. And if you are watching on YouTube but you want to listen maybe in your car on a podcast, go to your favorite podcast platforms, type in the Spurred on podcast, give us a follow or a subscribe there but as I said some transfer rumors coming your way it's actually been a bit of a slow week for transfer rumors and I'm not totally surprised by that because we brought in our new sporting director from Aston Villa last week I think there'll be a little bit of a change around in how things work at Spurs it'll take a a few months probably to get going again and maybe some of the journalists who have their leaks within the uh, recruitment side at Spurs won't get so many little sources bits of news coming their way for a little while as things sort themselves out but there is a player who Spurs have been heavily linked with this week it's Arthur Vermeeren an 18 year old Belgian midfielder what can I tell you about him well he plays for Royal Antwerp I think that's really interesting because that is where Toby Alderweireld is playing and playing really well taking them into the Champions League and this player, Arthur Vermeeren, is wanted by Manchester City, Arsenal and Barcelona, amongst other teams, including, of course, Tottenham Hotspur. And I personally think that the fact that we've got Alderweireld as our ex-player at Antwerp might be a really positive thing in terms of if this young player is thinking about taking the next stage in his development. What would Alderweireld say to him? I think he'd be tempted to say, well, Ange Postacoglu at Spurs... He's not afraid to play young players in the first team. Whereas if you go to a Manchester City, if you go to a Barcelona, maybe even an Arsenal, you're not necessarily going to get in very, very anytime soon. So that could be a good thing for us. But what can I tell you about him? Well, from the little I've seen, I've tried to dig up a few things. Amazing vision. He's got a very Kevin De Bruyne-esque physique, actually. And I think a lot of people are jumping on that classic football manager bandwagon and calling him the next De Bruyne but for me he's a great passer great crosser of the ball as is De Bruyne of course he's always looking for little one and two touch moves 
with movement off the ball, which is very Ange Postacoglu. He wants to get he wants his players to get it, give it quickly, and then make another triangle for them. And I think that's something that Vermeeren can do and does do instinctively, which is incredible for an 18-year-old. Another thing that I think could potentially endear him to Ange Postacoglu loves pressing loves a tackle I've seen lots of games where he's been really the first man to to really press high up the field and then if they beat the press also work back and put in a tackle loves a slide tackle that's for sure uh, and as I've already already said the fact that Toby Alderweireld is there if he if he was if he loves Spurs as much as I think Toby Alderweireld loves Spurs I'd be in this kid's ear and saying look if you want to make the next step maybe Tottenham is the right place for you. As I said, Vermeeren, only 18 years old, but he's already won a cap for Belgium, and he's he's won loads of caps for all the Belgian youth uh, teams before then as well. So he's very interesting. I don't know. Let me know what you guys think in the comments below. Would you, If you were an 18-year-old Belgian midfielder, would you currently think about going for the big money at Manchester City, but potentially getting loaned out again, I guess, realistically, rather than going straight into their first team? Uh, would you go to an Arsenal where there are kind of lots of strong midfielders there, Declan Rice, Martin Odegaard? Or would you be tempted to go to Tottenham where there's a club clearly on the up with a manager who is happy and has talked openly about if you're if a player is good enough, he is old enough? I don't know. I'm obviously biased, but I could see a route again now for the first time in about five years where these young players would be tempted to come to Tottenham. They'd also look at the way that Tottenham's academy is working at the moment. It's it's changed round in just a few months, but we're playing beautiful football, winning all of our games in our underage groups. And I'm not saying that Vermeeren, if he came to Spurs, would go into any of that, but it, 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 it will be looked at how we're treating our young players and what's happening to our young players. And that does seem to have changed around. So interesting one to keep an eye on that. Thomas Vermeeren, because it does look like he's going to get... Sorry, Arthur Vermeeren. It does look like he's going to... Uh, I'm getting confused with Thomas Vermaelen there. Horrible ex-Arsenal player. But no, Arthur Vermeeren, 18 years old, does look like he's going to be making his move from Royal Antwerp sometime soon. Next up is a, a bit of news on a couple of transfer outs. I've talked about this in previous Tottenham transfer rumours. All the talk still about Pierre-Emil Hoiberg and Juventus. Uh, apparently Spurs asking for £30 million. That, to be honest, sounds about right for me in terms of a player who is kind of first change as our defensive midfielder when Basuma's not playing. I'm assuming he's going to start for Basuma against Fulham on Monday night. Um, £30 million, he's a Danish international, plays every game for Denmark, scores quite a lot of goals for Denmark as well. I mean, they didn't have a great a great match away at uh, San Marino yesterday, only just scoring a winner in like the 70th minute. But he's played at Bayern Munich, he's played well for Southampton, he's played well for Spurs, he's played under Pep Guardiola, who really rated him as he was when he was a youngster. So £30 million sounds about right. Is that the kind of money that you would take if we were going to let Hoiberg go in January? Let me know in the comments. What do you think? Would it be a good sale? Would that mean that's money we're able to invest somewhere else? Maybe someone younger, maybe somebody with the attributes to play that role a, a bit more similarly to Basuma, i.e. take the ball on the half turn and beat the press and then bring other players into play. Whereas Hoiberg, as we know, is a little bit more safe on the ball, a little bit more conservative, a little bit more sideways and backwards. So... Would £30 million be enough for you to take what I would say is a bit of a risk? Uh, because we know what Hoiberg can bring. There's no risks really in terms of Hoiberg coming into the team. We know that he's safe. We know that he's going to win the ball back. We know that he's going to press. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewellery from Blue Nile. 
From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. But is 30 million enough for you to say, okay, let's take that money and reinvest it elsewhere? And if so, also, where would you reinvest it? Who would you like to see come in as squad players to work around Bissouma? in that defensive midfield role. The other one I mentioned, obviously, Eric Dyer being uh, linked with Roma again. I think this is a fascinating one because I can absolutely see Eric Dyer going to Roma if Jose Mourinho stays there. But all the talk is about Mourinho not staying after his contract ends, which I think is at the end of this season. They've not had a good start to the season. Mourinho's already done a classic thing where he's like, oh, we have not had a bad start and people are questioning my job. But they need to demand, I need to demand loyalty from them because I stayed when I got a huge offer from Saudi Arabia this summer. It's classic Jose trying to kind of deflect the problems. Um, and yeah, like I said, if he stayed at Roma, I could absolutely see Eric Dyer going there and maybe even Jose playing a three at the back so Dyer can play as the middle of those three, which is probably his best position. But if uh, Jose leaves, it looks like it might happen. I cannot see Eric Dyer going to Roma and therefore I would more... Uh, there had been some links with Eric Dyer going back to Sporting Lisbon. That's a move I could see happening if uh, if the Roma thing doesn't happen. What do you think about Eric Dyer? I, uh, I should say this links actually into something I wanted to talk about a bit later on, even though it's not transfer rumours. But Christian Romero uh, got an ankle injury last night playing for Argentina. They won 2-0, but he was taken off just into the second half with what looked like a sore ankle injury. He had it in the first half. They kind of sent him back on. They iced it apparently during half time. Then he came back on, but he only lasted about five minutes. It's the worst thing ever when they go on international break and get injured. I really hope it's not that serious and they were just taking precautions. But it's worth bringing up at this point because will Eric Dyer be first change if Christian Romero is injured and can't play at uh, on Monday night against Fulham? Uh, in which case, how would Dyer do if he came in? And would that maybe would he be given a chance if Romero was injured to show that he's better than currently Ange thinks he is? I don't know. I kind of wonder whether Ben Davis might be first change at centre back there. I don't think he'll. I don't think he'll risk Ashley Phillips. Anyway, those things are inherently linked. But of course, Eric Dyer's contract does run out in the summer, and it doesn't look like anyone is going to be. He's not going to be signing one. I don't think we've got one on the table for him at the moment. Um, so yeah, that's how it's linked with the Romero situation. Uh, I thought it was worth bringing up the Sheikh Jassim Qatar situation at Manchester United briefly because that obviously. There's links that he might be interested in buying Spurs now that he's not, uh, now that he's pulled out from the Manchester United bid. He bid £5 billion for control of Manchester United and the Glazers bulked it in the end. I don't think the Glazers want to sell up and now there are rumours that maybe he'll look at Spurs next. Conflicting reports, some journalists saying that could be something that happens. Some journalists saying that he has no interest currently in buying another club despite links to Spurs and maybe into Milan. 
Would you be happy getting a nation state owning the club and kind of following the likes of PSG, Manchester City and Newcastle? It's not something that sits brilliantly with me, but also I do understand the, you know, if you can't beat them, join them situation. But it's not the ideal scenario, but it does feel like where it's where football's going. The Sheikh Jassim thing's interesting, though, because he claims he's not backed by Qatari, the Qatari government, but he very clearly is. I'd be interested to know what you think about that. It would obviously free up funds, that's for sure. Uh, but as Chelsea have shown, having funds freed up and being able to spend a billion pounds willy-nilly doesn't necessarily work. Certainly not in the short term. Finally, a few reports I've seen from journalists saying that Victor Rossomen from Napoli could be interesting Spurs. Now, I don't doubt that he would interest Spurs. He's an unbelievable number nine, one of the best in the world, alongside kind of Kane and Lewandowski. We do have some money, I think, burning in our pockets for from the Harry Kane sale, but I just don't think we'd be willing to spend what it would take to get him. I think we'd have to spend £150 million. I don't think we would. I also don't think Osserman's first choice would be Spurs at this point. And I also don't think that Ange Postacoglu is the kind of manager who wants that kind of huge ego player to come in. I could be wrong. I'm sure he wouldn't turn him down. But it's just not one that I think sits with me. What do you think? It's it's a report that's doing the rounds. He's also obviously interesting other clubs as well. Liverpool are being talked about. Arsenal. Um, but is that, a, is that a player that you think would ever come to Spurs? It seems unlikely to me. Let me know in the comments what you think. Guys, thank you so much for watching and listening. As I said, if you're watching on YouTube, then do find me on podcast platforms, The Spurred On Podcast, and vice versa. On YouTube, I'm at youtube.com forward slash at Barnaby Slater underscore and... Let's not forget, come on you Spurs.